going on everybody this is Daryl with narratives over wine and whiskey um, welcome back for my third episode today I'm working on my first Cabernet Sauvignon wine um, by the Naked Grape great brand uh, very affordable one of my go-to's and I'm a red wine drinker so of course that makes sense but let's go ahead and jump into today's topic I've titled this episode the Mad King for those of you who watch or did watch Game of Thrones, you know the legend of the Mad King and you know how he was just nuts. And I want to speak to that in relation to celebrity status today. Last year I finished this book called Leaders Eat Last by Simon Sinek. Um, great, great book, great read. I would strongly recommend it. Not paid to recommend it, it was just that good of a book. But um in the book, more than leadership, he talks about interactions between human beings. And if you think about humanity, you think about population, you think about population growth and the exponential growth of humanity over you know the past 500 years, you start to think about human interactions and how that impacts our psychology. And that's a big part of what this book touches on. So let's think back to the days of the most primitive human beings. Let's think about, you know, Adam and Eve, Noah's Ark, those communities. If you're going to look from a biblically historic perspective, but you really don't have to look at that. You can look at any community. The majority of people, especially outside of city limits, in major metropolitan areas we're interacting with anywhere from 250 to 750 people in their lifetimes and I mean that's on a larger scale you know let's say let's say you're in a city you're in a city with a huge population you still aren't interacting with more than 5,000 people in a lifetime fast forward to today you go to college and on your campus there may be anywhere from 2,000 people to 40,000 at a larger university. So when we're thinking about how our brains developed in order to deal with a smaller population and now our brains have not been able to keep up with that kind of development, the sensory overload is at an all-time high. Let's start with the ability to communicate with one another. So people develop languages. They're able to pass information on, be it orally or written through an alphabet of some sort or hieroglyphics, however that happens. And so that evolves. And from there, you have people learning to read and write, which up until recent history, relatively recent, was not common, even within Western culture. You know, primary schools now are required, but for hundreds, if not thousands of years, only the most elite were taught to read and write at a proficient level. Now fast forward to 2019 and 
any and everyone is able to communicate relatively and subjectively effectively with one another so we went from not being able to talk or only being able to communicate with a very small number of people to now I can post a status and easily have 500 likes and 200 comments within 32 minutes um, it, it just things have transformed but what hasn't happened is our minds have not evolved to the point that we know how to handle all of that attention at one time now by now I'm speaking from the perspective of a normal human being right I am no I'm not average I'm far from average but in terms of sphere of influence you know I am probably relatively normal in relation to most other people within my demographic um, I'm fairly well connected I have a ton of Facebook friends I guess um, a lot of followers I am opinionated so maybe a little more connected and possibly more influential than others but not on a large scale yet but let's think about celebrities and their sphere of influence I personally don't believe that anyone was intended to be truly world famous when we're when we're talking about world fame, I'm not talking about an Instagram influencer or you know a local celebrity. Like that's already exceeding our mind's capacity to to function when you're talking about interacting with people. I'm talking about a Michael Jackson and a Kanye West and shoot an R. Kelly, right? So you're looking at people who are always on who are always being watched Whitney Houston um, you know there, there are a ton of people people who whose capacity cannot effectively and healthily handle all of that attention and so what happens more often than not then you have these situations where they break down and a lot of these people it happens it starts at a young age um, an age before the brain is fully developed you know, they say, I, I believe the human brain does not fully develop until the age of 23. So, Michael Jackson, at 10 years old, was a nationwide, a national celebrity, right? Macaulay Culkin, at 6 years old, known across the nation, by 12, known across the world. Same with Mike. Their brains had not developed yet. And their understanding of the world was I always have to be on because the entire world is watching me and it wasn't a lie. And right now, I think I always have to be on because I'm on LinkedIn and I'm looking for a new job and one day I want my career to go here and there. But these people, you know, that that's that's within the narrow scope of who I am and my professional life which spans over a couple of industries right these people literally are known by someone in every country in the world I don't use the word literally like other people use it when they really mean figuratively I mean there is not a country in the world where Michael Jackson's name was not known before he died 
I'm willing to put my entire life savings on that for the rest of my life. That's scary because my mind, which evolved to deal with a thousand people over the course of a lifetime, now is is having to comprehend I am influencing people across the world from now until the end of my life and probably long after. That's heavy. And when you think about that and you have that weight on you and you have that level of pressure, it's not hard to see why these people snap. You know, it's not hard to see why they do things that family members say was out of character for them. Because the character that they had developed, eventually that weight just breaks it. You know, they, they often say, um, but there's a saying, the straw that broke the camel's back. It could be that one tweet from that one random fan that Kanye got that made him just lose it. Or it could be, you know, something that happens to us all. He lost a parent. You know, I've lost a parent. I went through a tough time, but my tough time was seen by my small community of close-knit friends. Kanye had to do that on the world stage with people telling him how he should handle it, people who had never met him before. You know, Michael Jackson, the fact that his father was abusive, he dealt with that not with a therapist, but on the world stage where there were there was a movie made about him. Whitney Houston dealt with a, a drug problem and she dealt with that on the world stage. Nobody was meant to be world famous because we weren't. We weren't supposed to be as connected as we are. And the fact that we are so connected makes celebrity a very, very scary possibility for a lot of people. I don't know how I would have reacted in 2011 if, you know, two weeks before I'd been on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine and then my father passed. I might have gone into a crazy downward spiral too. Shoot. In 2011, when my father passed, I had just graduated from college. Imagine if I had been on the cover of four magazines that year, knew that the whole world was watching me, and fast forward to 2019, I might be out here supporting Trump, wearing a MAGA hat, and making an album called Jesus is King too. No offense to uh, Kanye. I'm just saying you really have to look at things from people's perspectives as regular human beings. Stop putting these people on pedestals that make them seem superhuman. They're not. In the thousands of years that humanity has existed on this earth, there was never a point until the modern era where anyone was world famous. This is it. There's it. it there's no blueprint for this. Even when people thought they were world famous, they didn't understand the scope of what the entire world was. And on top of that, world fame really was limited to the continent they were on and the nations that bordered that continent at most. Um, I remember uh, hearing that the sun at one point never set on the British Empire. And while that may be true as far as geography goes, there were point, places in the world where no one had heard of the British king or queen at the time. Now we have regular people who aren't royals who 
their names are, are known and their lives are way too accessible. So when we wonder why these celebrities go nuts, this is why. So that's my take on the celebrity side of things, right? You've got all of these people who are known across the world and are setting a tone for everyone else because they're celebrities. Much like, um, much like people have done for hundreds of years in positions of power. You know, everybody wants to be like the king. Everybody wants to be like the princess. Um, so there's nothing different there except it's done at a, an elevated level with regular people. People who weren't born into this. People who just happened to have the talent that forced them into the public spotlight. So that's them, that's the celebrities. Now let's look at everyday people like myself who, because of social media and our ability to, to communicate at light speed, feel as if they are celebrities as well. And I'm gonna pick on myself right now. While I was in college, I pledged a fraternity. Um, the fraternity is Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated. And at UNCG, well, let, let's put stuff into a um, societal hierarchy context. I believe there always has to be a king of the hill. I believe there's always an alpha male. And when you think about groups, there's always that alpha group. <laughs> Pun intended, right? So, I pledged Alpha Phi Alpha. And um, shout out to the Playboy Positive chapter. We we ran the yard, you know. We were the HNICs, and it was great. Um, going to a school without a football team and with a struggling basketball program meant that there had to be someone to hold down that alpha male spot, and we did that. You know, we won the step shows, we won national awards. We won awards at the school. We had really, really great GPAs. We did a lot of community service. Um, the ladies loved us. It was it was a great time. One of my uh, one of my big brothers said, "You ask any college girl what she wants, and she's gonna tell you straight A's." We'd go to party. Oh my gosh, our parties were fun. It just, it was a low class local celebrity status that all the brothers on the campus had going to parties, standing on couches, buying bottles. Um, I remember actually <laughs> um, my senior year right after graduation or the day before graduation, myself and two of my frat brothers bought all of the champagne at the day party for our graduation um, party. We really thought that we were celebrities. Little did we know that um, two out of the three of us would graduate without the the jobs that allowed us to pay for those bottles on a regular basis, but um, that's neither here nor there. The point of the matter is we, because we are always on and because of social media and because of easy access to one another, we often feel, hey, this kind of lifestyle is being lived by this regular person, i.e. 
Kanye West, who was born into regular circumstances, i.e. Oprah Winfrey, I should be able to live that lifestyle too because I am just as much of a human being as they are. And that is true. I am just as much of a human being as anyone else. But no human being was created to deal with this level of fame and this level of impact that you know, that modern technology affords us. So when we're 22 and standing on couches and living our best lives, um, that turns into us being 32 and wondering what am I doing here because I no longer am living this celebrity status and life isn't moving at the fast pace that it once was and there aren't random girls texting me every day asking, you know, when we can hang out. Now it is, I've got to pay bills. I've got to make sure that my house is in order. I've got to live this regular life after coming down from a celebrity high. And that's not the situation for everyone at large, but on some level, almost all of us are connected to social media. Almost all of us see someone doing things that we wish we could do. And so we end up saying, you know what? I need to have this experience. Um, and we start to compare. That's the issue. When you have people who are that connected on on a, a large scale, so many people, comparisons begin. And all of a sudden, I feel as if my life is less valuable because I'm not having these experiences. And so then I often place myself in a position to have those experiences at my own deficit because now I'm going into debt just so that I can go to Thailand or so that I can, you know, purchase that new watch because everybody has it, right? But everybody's trying to keep up with these normal people who happen to have celebrity status or semi-celebrity status like these Instagram influencers who are working to keep up as well. I'll put it like this, all right? And, and then I'll close out. So let's look at two NBA players who are on the same team. Same team, completely different impacts on the team. You have Kobe Bryant, you have Jeremy Lin. Now, Jeremy Lin was a momentary star. You know, he um he hit the spotlight because of his story more than his talent. So you got Jeremy who was sleeping on his friend's couch after college, had graduated from Harvard, had no job, but could hoop. And so he made it into the NBA, eventually makes his way to the Lakers. Then you have Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant, hands down, one of the best guards in the history of the NBA. Um, phenomenal athlete, phenomenal work ethic, um, very competitive guy. Two totally different pay grades, but both are celebrities in their own right. Eventually, Jeremy Lin will be forgotten by the game of basketball, um, outside of those people who just know everything about it. While as Kobe Bryant, I'm pretty sure as long as basketball is a popular sport, his name will be known. Um, 
So, you got Jeremy, you got Kobe. They all go out to the club after winning, you know, the NBA championship one one um one year, and everybody's hanging out. You got Kobe. Kobe buys half the bottles of champagne at the bar, right? So Jeremy, who makes more money than you or I do, decides to do the same. Kobe buying all the bo- or half the bottles doesn't set him back at all because Kobe is Kobe. Kobe gets paid so much money. Jeremy doing the same, it puts him in a in a precarious predicament because now Jeremy still has to pay rent. And Jeremy lives where? The same city as Kobe. So his rent is higher than, let's say, you or I. So Jeremy is trying to keep up with his lifestyle because he feels that he has the celebrity that he has not yet attained. Jeremy's still making more money than you or I. But guess what? You or I are trying to keep up with the lifestyle that Jeremy has. And Jeremy's trying to keep up with the lifestyle that Kobe has. And now you and I are sitting here looking stupid because... None of us have Kobe money, but we're all trying to spend Kobe dollars. We weren't meant to be this famous and be this connected to one another and to be able to compare our lives in such an instantaneous way. The fact that we are doing this is really messing with our psychological development and our feelings of self-value. Something's got to change, man. We, we we really have to take a step back and realize that social media is just a game. You know, it's not any reason to try to keep up. Your own competition is yourself. Next year, do something different than you did for yourself last year. But, you know, don't try to keep up with everyone else. Because that is the quickest way to get to the poorhouse. And I'm not saying don't, don't get nice things, don't have nice experiences. Um don't dress nicely but know that you're doing it for you and not so that Instagram can can flood your your timeline with likes or flood your your notifications with likes it's pointless and it's only going to have you in a worse off position at the end of the day get out of your own way you're the one who is making yourself compare yourself to others And if you are going to compete with someone, compete for how much you can save or how much you can read or, you know, who can launch the new business sooner. But make it meaningful. Stop with this nonsense of I have to be on all the time so that people can see me on Front Street. That's the quickest way you lose. This is Daryl with Narrow Podcast. Hope you liked this episode. If you did. Please feel free to uh, leave me some ratings and um, subscribe. Share it as well. Thanks. Have a great day.